0: They say the world could be hard, cruel, and ugly Trust me, it gets worse if your hunger and thirst Doesn't push you from position last place to first Can't build a foundation without having feet in the dirt So I put in the work, grind harder than most I don't chase accolades of the living, I'm facing the ghost. That's what makes me the goat. Depending on who you ask, my brother, whatever task Got it covered like a mask, Guaranteed they can't see me at the open run Cause I cook competitors until they look well done Don't act like you don't know where I held from I had to climb up out the trenches, sit on benches, throw my time and come Don't be mad at the player, be mad at the game Sneak this and the hate and that's a flag on the play. Me falling off, huh, that'll be the day I'm like Bolt in the race, leave the track, flan bay It's the run okay. Open run okay. Ever known someone so amazing, so perfect, so beautifully human, who you respect and love unconditionally, and then you wake up and look at this person in the mirror every day? Sometimes, just being who you are is a flex in and of itself. And welcome to The Open Run with Will Strickland. That would be me. The Open Run with Will Strickland is brought to you by the fine folks of Press. We are Press.net. I can be found across these rough interweb streets at W underscore Strickland and the number one on Twitter, Will Strickland and the number one on IG and across all streaming platforms where podcasts can be found. Want to send some love to the 2021 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame class featuring Paul Anthony Pierce, Christopher Wesson Bosch, and Macy Edward Christopher Weber III. Long time coming. Now, while those three will headline the 2021 induction class, this is not to dismiss the other great inductees, including the great William Felton Russell, Bill Russell going in as a coach, along with Rick Adelman, who, every time I see Rick Adelman, the only time I reference him is because of the one picture I've ever seen of him in the NBA, where Tiny Archibald, another Hall of Famer, is breaking him off to bounce, and his hair is flying everywhere, and Tiny used to be sponsored, like he, he wore Pro Keds. So call the shoes that I got Dye Burgundy in honor of Rick Adelman, my Rick Adelman specials. Tony Kukoc, the waiter, the European Magic Johnson, as he was dubbed before he came over to the NBA, is in the hall. Val Ackerman, the first WNBA commissioner and the first female president of USA Basketball, also inducted. Bobby Dandridge, arguably one of the top three small forwards of the 1970s. Prove me wrong. He's in. And there's so many others, I don't want to dismiss them or miss out on them. But I think the the thing that stuck out to me most was the very public reconciliation and reunion of Jalen Rose and Chris Webber on television. Now, if you don't know the story for years, Chris Webber denied that he and Jalen had taken money from a booster in Michigan when they were in high school by the name of Ed Martin. I think he's passed on now. And Jalen was very transparent about it. He took the money. He said, look, I took it. I needed it. We had to eat. Chris didn't want that stain on him, lied for years about it, about to perjure himself further, finally admitted that he was paying back some of that money to Mr. Martin, who had helped them out when he was younger. They vac- had to vacate their NCAA finals appearances. They made two in a row. Back in the 90s, once against Duke, once against North Carolina, the infamous Chris Weber timeout with no timeout call. So for years, it's been frosty. I think that frost started to thaw a bit when Jawan Howard, another one of their teammates from the Fab Five, got the job at Michigan on the path of healing, it was great to see black men telling each other openly and without compunction that they loved one another on television in front of whoever, it didn't matter, that they loved each other, and that's all that mattered. Whether it's a, a delay in hearing it, it just felt like Chris was full of emotion, but at that moment, he still wouldn't totally give it up to Jalen. And like, I don't know if he's fully healed yet, but you know, it's a process. All I care about is that they did it and they're getting back together. The Fab Five will riot again. So, shouts out to Ray Jackson and Jimmy King, also of the Fab Five from the University of Michigan. Go blue all day, every day. And congratulations to the 2021 Naismith Memorial Hall of Fame inductees. Uh, that will happen later on this year as the 2020s had to be held as well. Arguably the greatest class of all time. The first time three MVPs have gone in simultaneously. Kevin Maurice Garnett the great Timothy Theodore Duncan, and of course, the late great Kobe Bean Bryant, going in posthumously as he passed away tragically last year, as we all know. And again, a very solid class with the architect, Jerry Colangelo, the primary and principal owner of the Phoenix Suns back when the team was an expansion club, the don of the USA basketball program since... They need invigoration after the loss in 1988. Kim Mulkey, who won three national titles at Baylor when she was there. Now at LSU in the Hall of Fame, introduced by Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And Tamika Ketchings, one of the greatest college and professional basketball players, male or female, of all time. Got to give them a do as well. Ketchings won college titles. She won pro titles. She won Olympic titles. A couple of gold medals. As a matter of fact, speaking of gold medals in the Olympics... Current Las Vegas Aces center Liz Cambage struck out recently with the Australian Olympic Committee about an ad they posted in promotion of the Olympics in 2020 or 2021 as it is in Tokyo. Noticing that there was a lack of representation of people of color, even though people of color dominate the sporting scene there in Australia, they were not represented in the promotion of the Australian team. Now, granted, the AOC issued an apology that said, They should have represented more of the diversity of Australia in that ad. They could have done that, but they did not. Understood. And former NBA first-round draft pick, number one pick, as a matter of fact, Andrew Bogut, also from Australia, had some words for Cam Beige, who felt as though she was too woke or something like that, and that she was spending too much time worrying about highlighting the diversity of Australia. Now, I'm not going to misquote him, but we know what he's saying, don't we? Here's Liz, the product of a nigerian father and an australian white australian mother speaking out against the history of a lack of representation of people of color there in australia and also the whitewashing of their olympic or their athletic prowess and contribution to that country let's be frank why bokeh is all of a sudden calling her woke Uh, i'm glad she's speaking and using her platform to say what she wants to say keep it going liz Puma has just signed Seattle Storm superstar Brianna Stewart to a deal for a signature shoe of her own. She's the ninth woman in the 25-year history of the WNBA to receive a sneaker—a Charles Hoops groundbreaker. She's a trailblazer, not the pathfinder. Cynthia Cooper, Dawn Staley, all Hall of Famers. Rebecca Lobo with Reebok, Nikki McCray with Vila, Shemiqua Holzclaw—she was a beast. Signed with Adidas. Of course, Diana Taurasi with Nike, and Brianna Stewart marks the first person since 2011 to get her own sneaker in the WNBA uh, since Candace Parker, who's now with the Chicago Sky, back at home. So, you know, the WNBA opened up last Friday, and there were some early results. You saw some of my favorite teams and teams I'm going to talk about as far as predictions and what's going to happen in this WNBA season. The Storm, Brianna Stewart's team toppled the Las Vegas Aces of Asia Wilson, who was the 2020 MVP of the league. anticipate some serious matchups between these two in the weeks and months to come because the aces got swept by the storm in the finals last year. They want revenge. Get well soon. Angel McCartney. She was one of my favorite players when she played for the dream in Atlanta. Injured herself a couple years ago. I think in 2019 was out for the entire season. And now, again, because of an injury in a preseason game, she is out for the entire 2021 season, so get well soon. Saw some big game winners this past weekend from Sabrina Ionescu from the New York Liberty. Somebody said she screamed Kobe when she hit the 30-footer at the end of the game, and she's definitely someone that Kobe, along with lots of other women and young ladies who had or have aspirations toward going to the WNBA. Kobe Bryant was a strong supporter of women playing basketball. His daughter, Gigi, bless the dead, and was honored not only by the school that she really thought she'd go to with UConn, and also from the WNBA teams around the league who understood Kobe's impact on that league uh, in his retirement, especially. And another Kobe fan, an acolyte, if you will, Diana Taurasi, who I believe is the all-time leading three-point shooter in WNBA history and one of the top scorers of all time. Hit one against Minnesota. Let's just say they both scream, Kobe! Number one pick, Charlie Collier. Dropped 11-10 in her debut for the Dallas Wings. They turned the ball over 20 times in the first half of the game and went on to smash the LA Sparks. I don't know how that happened. I do not know. I've never in the history of anything, especially being around basketball as long as I have, turnovers take away possessions and somehow they beat the Sparks by like 26, if I'm not mistaken, 97-71. Again, shout out to Charlie Collier and the Dallas Wings. Coached by former New York Liberty guard, Vicki Johnson. I remember her back in the day when I used to watch when the WNBA started. So she got the gig down there. Congrats, Vicky, on your first win as a head coach in the WNBA. Predictions for the season. My Rookie of the Year, Dejeuner Carrington from Baylor. Now playing for the Connecticut Sun. I was totally shocked how far she dropped in the draft. But she's going to show and prove this year. At least I believe so. Coach of the Year. I want to give it up to my man, Billy Lambeer. I think that Aces are going to learn their lesson from losing in the finals, much like his Pistons did losing to the Lakers in 1988 when they had that win in their hands. And take it all this year, maybe I jumped ahead of myself because I have the Aces in the storm in a rematch of the finals. With the Aces finally taking it, although the Sky from Chicago, the Washington Mystics, the Minnesota Lynx who are heavy, they look like they have a squad out there. Cheryl Reeve, I see you. And of course, the Phoenix Murphy. With veteran players like Diana Taurasi. Brittany Griner who hopefully is healed. And um, is going through a process. An ongoing process with mental health she had. Uh, in the wobble as they called it. Not the bubble but the Wubble. The women's bubble. And uh, of course Skylar Dickens Smith. Skylar Dickens on that team. So they might have something to say about it. But I think my MVP. Going to be a repeat. Two time MVP Asia Wilson. She's also going to be the finals MVP. I also want to see who's going to win this commissioner's cup now they started this mid-season tournament they're going to play this year for the first time i think it's going to be really exciting five hundred thousand dollars on the line the winning team gets a hundred thousand the losing team like and it's based on like how you look after 10 games so there's going to be an eastern conference finalist and a western conference finalist who wins that wins the majority of the money i think it's kind of cool it incentivizes the ladies to not wait until the playoffs to get started with the season or you know, have a bad start. So everyone's going to play really hard to ensure we have the kind of viewership and support of the WNBA. I know I will be watching. And my prediction is that you will be watching as well. And you'll continue also to listen to the podcast where basketball and life are one. So come back for more of the open run with Will Strickland on the other side of this. You're now listening to the sounds of the open run with Will Strickland. Back with my very special guest, my man's in them. Toronto Mans. That's my right. man Dion Horsford. What's up, Dion? What's up, Wall Street?
1: How you doing? <laughs> Been a long time, baby. Been a long yes, time. I appreciate you coming on with me. But uh Oh, thanks for having me, bro. This is this is my pleasure. You know what I mean? Like, it's it this feels natural to me. Like, we don't speak on a daily basis, but anytime we do speak, it's a it just flows naturally. So it's
0: you know what that is, though, right? Yeah, that was love from
1: jump. Yeah, so love don't leave. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The conversation is fluid.
0: Distance don't change that. Time don't change that. Never. If it especially if it's rock solid
1: from the jump, if you a one since day one, it's not a problem. That's right. That's right. I agree hundred percent. You know what I mean? So, you know, me just uh, I'm still here doing my thing. For, well, I don't like to call myself. Yeah. No, no, but don't do that. Don't yeah. do that.
0: Because I want you to run your resume. I want okay. people to know like why I believe yeah. you're one of the best and funniest, especially yeah. your sports fans. Come on, yeah. man. You <laughs> have me in tears sometimes. Yeah. Right? Because you are like you're very passionate about your sports, no matter yeah, what it is yeah, you're yeah. watching.
1: Yeah, but it's that's you know what? The way I am, it's your fault. Why? It, <laughs> it's your fault. Is that fault. a bad thing? Yeah, no, no, it was good because you know what? I realized early on when we first, when we met and I got around you, I realized you always were honest, like no matter what, you know what I mean? No matter who you are, you're straightforward and you're honest. And when it came to this basketball thing, you always made sure you told it how it is. You know what I mean? And Mm. I always ran with that. So when I hear you speak, (laughs) when it comes to players, you know, players that you even like, you told the truth. You know what I mean. Right. So, what I do on my gram is a reflection of what I was taught by you and others that we're gonna talk about on here. So, you know, it, it, it's it, yeah, I'm humorous, but I'm that's honestly, at the right? same time. Yeah, does, you know what I mean. Out. But I mean, it's just
0: like, and we're gonna get into some of the things. But can you run your resume real quick, your basketball resume, let people know what you do, where you're from, and, yeah. and what you
1: rep? Yeah, I'm from I'm from Toronto. Um, Did a lot of good things. I was like one of those late bloomers. And then I kind of, you know, picked up the game. Once one person decided to like really believe in me when I was in high school, everything kind of changed. Right. Mm. And once that happened, things just started to move forward. I got a lot of interest, a lot of D1 scholarship offers. And, you know, it, it, it was it was a blessing. I got to meet and go different places my AAU coach Ro Russell, who I was playing against his squad. He was coaching Oakwood at the time. And I, I did good work. I I mean it dropped like <laughs> 35, right? And he was like, Who is you? Who are you? You know what I mean? Right. Two days later, he's like, he got in contact with me, came to my house, met my mom, and then maybe a couple of weeks later, we're off and running. I was on his AAU squad and I went from like no interest to like 10 and then 50, and then things started to pick up. You know, things happened where I didn't end up going D1, which is no fault of my skills or, or anything like that, just family matters. But when I came home and decided to go, you know, go to Jordan Brown, things, you know, picked up. And I realized mm-hmm. early on, like, I could still do things on the Canadian scene, Canadian basketball. And, you know, it, was, it actually was a blessing for me because I, I feel like I, I got the best I could be while at Jordan Brown. And I met amazing people. And I met you. You know what I mean? I mean, but you already, you already a star then when I got there. And I think we told this story, like I told
0: the story on the podcast episode before and like posted your videos and stuff. And and just understanding that when I told you, when I met you, and you talked about this honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I knew you were the best player on the team. Yeah. I'm like, who is this
1: little bow-legged cat? (laughs) Who is this cat? Right?
0: Yeah. But I'm like, your, the way you carried yourself, the way guys followed you, you yeah. knew you were a natural leader. But I'm like, yeah. are we going to win with this dude? Like, really? So I said, you know, you're a leading scorer last year, but yeah, what was the record?
1: Yeah, yeah. And that
0: was and the like, thing. You can put up big math, but it's empty calorie stats if you're not <laughs> turning it into real things. So I said, that's the honesty. You're not going to be a leading scorer on our team this year. But you're yeah. gonna be our most valuable player, and I'll explain to you why he's like, What are you yeah. talking about? I gotta be the I gotta be the man, yeah. you know. I said you're gonna score a couple points less, but your all-around game is gonna get a whole lot better, yeah. Yeah, and I remember again working, I remember before the Mohawk game. This yeah. is something I remember vividly. Yeah, we used to put the chairs, the elbows, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Dion, we're gonna do pin downs, you're gonna come off the off yeah. the screen, you're gonna catch and make yeah. a decision. In the middle third of the court, yeah, right? pull up and shoot. Whether you dribble yeah. drive, yeah. if they pinch up, you drop it off to one of our bigs yep. on the baseline. They make a layup. Yeah, right? if they don't come get you, you finish. You get fouled. Yeah. You get to the line. That's what we want. We want our best player to be the decision maker. Yes. Or you kick out to our three point shooters, right. whether it be Wilton or yeah. Omar or whoever it was, whoever. Yep. Darius Price, whoever it yeah. was. Yep. The decision was in your hands. Yeah. And you're Like, okay. But why, how is this different? But you didn't, i mean, you didn't say it out loud. But I could see it on your face. No, because when you got me, did it,
1: yeah. But what got me? I think what, what really got me tight a little bit. And I'm just gonna keep it real. <laughs> you know, at that time I'm I'm clocking like 38 minutes a game out of 40, mm. and you were like, "Nah, we gotta cut some of that minutes." And I was tight. I was like, "What? <laughs> I'm in shape. What are you talking about now?" And you were like, "Nah." You're gonna cut your your minutes to bring your productivity up. Yeah, you're gonna score less less points. You know, you I still let the leading the team in scoring, you score less, but you're gonna play better. All the other players are gonna feed off that. They're gonna be better. Everybody's gonna be better. And I didn't believe you. I'm not even gonna lie. Like I was just <laughs> like, I'm not paying 32 minutes. I was I came home. I was still, I'm not I'm not playing 32 minutes. What am I? Ooh, this and that. You know, what I mean? Right. But lo and behold, everything – I had my best ever career – like, year. Like, everything picked up. You know Mm. what I mean? Like, yeah, the points dropped a tad. not But my assists, rebounding, I was more fresh. Down the stretch, everything was – I was just fresher. You needed
0: you the most, right? Yeah.
1: All-Canadian, all-star, player of the month, player of the week. I was – I racked up so much that year. Like, I – I couldn't believe how much I was just bringing home that year, and it was because of you. But, you know, yeah, no, I was. No, 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 no. <laughs> it,
0: it, Listen, listen. All I did was facilitate an opportunity and under- for you to have an understanding. Yeah. And you had to come to it yourself. You had no, to buy no. into it. And then you had to go out and do what I thought you could do. And you did that and more. Like, we lost two games all year. Yeah, two. Two, yeah. two games. Yeah,
1: it was, okay. Okay. it was. It was a. We great, didn't have a guy with a six
0: foot two on our team.
1: <laughs> we lost year. two
0: games all year. Yeah, I remember we played with Saint Lawrence or somebody. Yeah, and we had the third string guys in this. Shout out to my man. Yeah, King Sonny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was our MVP of the team? So yeah. he didn't play that much. Yeah, but the first dude off the bench to give his teammates a high a cup of yep. water, a high five. Yeah, yep.
1: little
0: things you don't pay. He didn't know if we were paying attention. I was. Nope. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was a good because team. Man. He never his attitude was about the team. See, so yeah. To me, he was the most valuable player on the team. Yeah. He was not the best player on the team. He was nah, the most valuable to probably, us. Because oh, no doubt.
1: energy. Now, one right? thing yeah, I respected yeah. about one okay. thing, I'm sorry, one thing I respected about Sonny is that like he always he he pushed me, you know what I mean, like in practice. Like like cuz he wanted it. So it's right. like, yeah, I'm going after you. You know what and what he didn't so even he know how to play really yet. He didn't really know pass, but he, he pushed me, so it was fun. You Willie know Dallas, was...
0: the coach, the head coach, <laughs> yeah, was going to throw Sonny out after the first wind sprint. I'm like, damn, Willie? Yeah. He can't run a sprint? Yeah. Come on, man. This dude will walk through a wall of fire for you because he just wants to be here. He's a, yeah. There's some yeah. value in that. In that yes. Yeah. And in practice, I remember we, when I talked about St. Lawrence, People were screaming on the sideline because we were killing them. Yeah. Our string guys were playing the way we taught you how to play. Like yeah. it's their fault that they're they're not pressing. They're, we play yeah. full court man to man defense. Yes, period. Yeah, if you can't guard, you can't play. That's can't it. Play. Yeah. So Sonny was a bulldog. Yeah. He, turn him. You hear me? Say, turn him. Turn him. Turn, turn, turn him. Turn him. Turn him. Sonny got steal to steal. He's making layup. He's like, I can play. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. they like, call the dogs off. I'm like, these guys don't even play. But yeah. So is it my fault that they're doing what they've been taught to do? Should they stand down? No. No. Right? I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I'm an you advocate. They, you guard the man who you you're assigned to
1: guard. I'm an advocate of you don't play the score, you play the game. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like it's simple. Our job as players and as coaching staff, especially at that level, you're not here to cater the feelings. You know what I mean? Mm. Like they're, D1 teams blow out teams by 60 all the time. You know what I mean? Mm. They don't they don't care. It's, and you're not supposed to care. Your job is to have them prepared. My job is not to make your players feel better. You're an opponent. Right. You're an enemy. You know what I mean? I, <laughs> I want to get you out of here. Let's see it. <laughs> Bye. Let's go. Right. You know, is that I same, want you feeling bad. Is that the same philosophy
0: you use now in your coaching and and, and training?
1: Definitely. Definitely. I t- and it works vice versa. Like if you're gonna I don't want you, if you have me up big, kill me. Blow me mm. up. I don't want you being nice to me, and no, 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 blow me out because you know what the kids have to feel it. Right, I have to feel it. It makes you better. It makes us better. You know what I mean? And I'm when I'm there, I, I tell them all the time. I play this. I don't play the score. I play the game. So whatever my philosophy is at that time, it's going to be that. And you know, you hear it all. Oh, you know, poor sportsmanship. Blah blah. blah. Stop it. Stop. Right. It. You, you know when you decide to play competitive sports, you leave that. Morale and all that stuff out the window. No
0: participation medals, right? Yeah, you're just trying to win. You're trying to compete, and you're trying to do it in the, in the best way possible. What? Right. How long have you been coaching now? In training?
1: Ah, oh, man. Ever since I left, I left school, and I tore my ACL. I was just like, man. I gotta figure out what I could do, and then it you just contribute to it the, the game. it. So, like, tw- yeah, twenty years. So it's like when I say like, I, like I'm a foreign player, I, I, I don't like saying that. I just like saying, like I don't play anymore, but I contribute to the game. In many different ways, with you know, different kids and you know what I say about it? You know what I
0: say? It's like almost when you go to like Alcoholics Anonymous or or if you're narcotics anonymous. I'm always being an addict, but I'm a basketball I'm a basketball jumper. Yeah. So I don't play as much anymore, but I'm contributing in these ways. So I definitely dig that. And you you work a lot with young people. Um talk to me specifically about some of the young people that mean the most to you that you're working with.
1: Yeah. my heart and passion is the ones that are that people cast away.
0: you mm-hmm. know what I mean?
1: like you're not good enough you can't play get it. you know what I mean? And I consider myself an elite trainer, an elite coach, especially an elite developer. And I believe they deserve it because mm. the ones that could play are always gonna have the best, right? They're always gonna have the best trainers always. but the people that don't that that are not there yet, they get the short end of the stick all the time. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, I do the grassroots, like, I'm gonna help you get to where you wanna be. Don't look at, and I tell parents, don't look at how he he or she looks now, just trust it, watch Mm. as they develop. So in in my group of band and brothers, my friends, we, everybody does their role. So I'm in the grassroots, Um, my my friend Marlo, he's in the the high school ranks, you know, my cousin Marlin, he's in the provincial national ranks. My boy, Nathaniel Michelle, he's in the pro rank. Like So we have everybody clocking in on every aspect. So we just, you know, what are you, what are you working on? All right, right. what do you do? Okay, you know what I mean? So we're always collaborating. So it helps us get better. It helps the kids get better. You know, so everybody's just playing their role. So it's good.
0: Steel sharpening steel. Well, I'm looking forward to it, man. And if people don't know, they can see your IG on the scroll below. And for those who are listening... Um, yeah. You want to give me your IG at the end of the show. We're going to do it at the end. Okay, no problem. But let's get into this awards show, man, because I'm yeah, was really, i excited and I'm ready to do the first annual yeah. Do Work Awards. I should put the hashtag there, hashtag <laughs> Do Work, because yeah. that's what we pay when you get to rock. Yo, get busy. Do work. You and so that's do. always been the mantra. When you yeah. get it, what are you going to do with it? That's why exactly. we play two dribbles in practice, why yeah. everybody's trying to challenge the old cat playing two dribbles. And getting exposed like dog nuts because yeah. I mean this is what I do.
1: Can I say something <laughs> real quick court on the court. Let me say something real quick, right? <laughs> and I gotta say this. I didn't know I didn't know anything about pro until until you came in my life and many others, right? Mm. So remember all these secret pro runs, you know, that we used to have at the school and all that right. stuff, right? Right. I have people. And you remember how how much people were trying to get into that run, but couldn't get in. You know of what I mean? And it was always reminiscent of like, remember uh like the big One More Chance uh remix video where it's like, yo, big, you'll have, man. Be, that's how it was when we were there. Just so you know,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was talking to my man, Dan Tanner Smalls, the other day. Yeah. We were at the video shoot. Yeah. Everybody thought it was in Brooklyn. It was actually at like 94th and Broadway in Manhattan at a oh, brownstone. Yeah. Yeah, And Heavy D, Blessed Dead, was like, we got cut out of the video. Yeah. Me, Dan, my man, Mario Pizzini, Um, we were standing at the door. And Hev walks through us. Yeah. And my yeah. man, Harpierre, Har- who was
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: a.k.a. Joe Hooker.
1: Yeah.
0: Black Rod, Blessed Dead. Yeah. Um, he was the one who cut the video. He did the editing. He cut yeah. us out. So if you see some hands in a One More <laughs> yeah, Chance video, yeah. the tallest know, in the room.
1: And that's. And that's the thing, that's how it felt. Cause you know, right. you're walking in the gym, you're walking past these people that can't get in, right. you know what I mean? Because it's it's secret. No, no wives, no girlfriends, it's just straight balls And that I day. knew it was different because now I'm the only only like non-pro in there, right? You got you, Rod, Sherman, like just just pros, you know, you know, right? Mm. You know, you know. And you guys are just doing things different, like. You know, I usually come in and we go, like, you guys are stretching for like 45 minutes. Everything's all like clean. And it's everybody. And it's crazy because I remember the first time I get in there, right? Everybody's like, I I didn't notice everybody like had the same kind of like look. So I come out of the change room and Sherman Hamilton, he's Mm -hmm. like, he says to me, yo, young buck. <laughs> go back in the change room. Right. Well, all right maybe he wants to talk to me. I go back in the change room. I'm sitting there 5 minutes go by no shirt Come back out. Young buck. Yeah, young buck. Go back in the change room. Go back. Hustle. Go back and sitting there again. Come back out. I say, "Yo, why you keep sending me back in the change room? I come back out." And he's like, "Look at everybody else." And look at you. So I'm looking around like, "What?" Bro, Yo, you want to be a pro? You got to look, you got to look like it. You got to act like it tuck your shirt in have your shoes tied when you come right. out of that change room be prepared and, to go prepared. and you look the part you want to be pro you got to look the part they look at everything and i looked at everybody you sure great times you know god blesses that bigs if you know, everybody, mm. like you know like everybody were all tucked and ready to go and i realized you know this is this is not just a regular pickup basketball this is serious and i just remember the clash in these games and it was, yeah, man. I, I just knew it was it was the toughest basketball I ever played in my life. Everybody was sharp. You, you get, you got beat anytime you made the littlest, like, like the <laughs> stuff that you, the mistakes you could make, like in regular pickup, you couldn't make those mistakes. Mm. You know what I mean? And like the trash talk was different, you know, like, <laughs> like the first time I ever heard someone say, yo, when I heard you say, yo, well, and I remember you and Biggs were quiet at all the time. He had so much respect mm-hmm. for you. like, And he didn't that's really have respect for a lot. Like, but that's you you guys had that respect. And, it, right, and you would tell him, like, you only got two options. You're going to foul me or you're going to let me shoot. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> yeah. That's it. That's all you got. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I remember. it. I was like, oh, this is different. You know what I mean? And it was, like, it was just everything was pro-life. And it opened my eyes up. When you guys were like. When we're at the side if during like little breaks. I'm just listening. Okay, check. Okay, mm. that's what we do. Okay, check. Okay, yeah. Uh, the footwork. I'm watching. Oh my god, that's how you get. Like, and I'm just learning. I'm just right. like, holy smokes. And I say this to say that I'll Say this. Like the first time I've ever seen someone do a step back and wait. Like you had this step back, right? <laughs> you'll have someone at the wing, right? And you'll you'll drive hard left, and you'll step back. Boom. Naturally, when someone does a step back, as a defender, you're conditioned to be like, oh, step back, jump and contest. Right? But you know that. So you jump, you wait for the person to jump and contest. You don't shoot yet. As soon as you wait for the person to to, to, to start to fall or land, then you start to rise up. And I was like, what? (laughs) I've never seen that point like." And I was like, this is this is some next level stuff. And, and I you knew it was have- coming, right? You knew it was coming. You didn't didn't make And you couldn't stop it. And I just remember saying, yo, bro, I'm stealing that. I'm stealing that. I'm stealing <laughs> That's that. I'm stealing That's what you're that. supposed
0: to do, though. That's <laughs> what you're supposed <laughs> to. When you see that thing, you're like, I'm going to incorporate that in my game. You know how much stuff I learned from like people watching him play ball? And, and just like, you would think, like, why would you pick that up? Jack Sigma had this. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he couldn't jump on a sliding credit card. <laughs> But his footwork was like if I had to grade footwork on a scale, his footwork was one on one. It was the basics. He had this inverse pivot. They try to yeah. call it reverse pivot. It's an inverse pivot because when you he pulled his left leg back on the right side instead of his right leg, what yeah. they used to do all the time and cut off most of the court. Yeah. So I took that, and then next level was Mikhail.
1: Mm-hmm. Then
0: after that, that nasty
1: African, that Nigerian, right, that, right. my man, and- Hakeem Abdul Elijahwan. The footwork game, you I've watched. never seen. Your boogie is crazy. Like, because <laughs> you would boogie, and then I, you got, okay, I'll just boogie again. And then you, like, I was just like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? And the footwork, it was just like, it's like watching like, a ballerina in motion, just like, and you're thinking you, you, like you
0: get, you got the you get the check is coming in the mail for sure, but you no, know, I mean
1: you know what it,
0: it was. I'm just being honest. The, the ten thousand hours, the Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah, you put that work in so that when you put it in activation, that's why we had the chairs out there for you. And I said, yeah. Dion, I don't care. I mean, we're going to shoot all these shots, and I want you to think about different scenarios when you catch the ball, make a decision. Like, yeah. all right, do this. I want it, it. It got to the point where it was fluid. And you came up to me during a timeout. Yeah. And Mohawk, you grabbed my arm, and you said, Coach, I get it now. Yeah, that's all man. you said.
1: I get it. And, I and, get that's it an, now. and that's why, like, and and people that, that know you, you're very like generous with everything. Like, you're just generous, you're a generous person. And I was fortunate and blessed. Like, you know, just being around, like, there's no other person, especially in, in, at that time, who after we run, we ball, whatever we, you know. If you know, you know. We we jump in that act, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you just jump in that act, and what we're we're picking up? We're meeting Marcus Fizer, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? like we're just gonna like you know, uh, we just gonna stop by and go check my man Mark Fizer, or or uh, you know Jamal Tisdale I me. Mean, and I'm like, you, know, <laughs> I can't even tell my peoples that, bro, like. You know, I just saw sort Jamal of Tinsley. Because those people are gonna look at you like, you know right, what I mean? right, right. But, but those are the things, The countless pros that like you knew every pro and every that that came to town. And I'm just like, this is this is like wild, man. And that's why, I like, y- between you, you and like Rod, you guys gave me so much like experience. Right yeah, Roddy, yeah. Right right was, I was yeah.
0: His brother played ball with me at Rice. Yeah, and, uh, man. Yeah, we we, we said have some good runs down there, but bro, but I am appreciative of everything that you are and everything that you've become as a man, as a father, as a coach, as a mentor, as a teacher. And if I was had if I've played the smallest part in that, respect do and I appreciate a you.
1: Big part, like a big part. And like for me, like I said, like, like people I peep everything, right? So it's like mm. Rodney, right? Like people pull up from three on transition all the time. now. Right, mm-hmm, right. Rodney was doing that from time. Yeah, like, like, yeah. I've never seen someone stop on a two on one and pull up for three. You're, this is this doesn't happen in two thousand and one. Yeah, it was two thousand two. Two, yeah. Yeah, you don't. That's a bad shot. You know what I mean? Right. Rodney, Rodney's hitting those things. You know what I mean? Like. And his his jump was so smooth, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, and like the t- everything that you guys done, like, and like I said, we jump in that act if you know, you know, we go get that food if you know, you know, right. you know, like, and that and that queen that senior spot, feel mm-hmm. the good, you know what I mean, and then we go find some scrubs to play against, <laughs> get them out of there, you know, no doubt, <laughs> you know, so no I, I I just say I love you, bro, and like honestly it's i i believe in giving people their flowers while they're here or giving them soup while they're sick instead of waiting for you know what i mean so if i could tell you both you know what i mean i'm gonna tell you and i just thank thank you for everything that you had done you i I, I thank you for being a part of my
0: life man because i can't you have to have the right vehicles and right vessels to pass that on to And you were one of those people so i love you to death man that like i said continued success but You know, let's do yeah. this thing. Let's do, let's do it. The Do Work Awards, the first yeah. annual on the open run with Will Strickland in conversation with Dion Horsford. My man, yeah. my man, 50 grand. Yeah. So let's go. The first award is the Ski Maskway Award. Now, if you're not understanding what the Ski Maskway is, it's a guy who's on a bench making, now it's like 30 million plus, some 25 million plus. Yep. Not getting no burn. He's stealing no. money from you, the fans, and from his team. Mm-hmm. And so we had a list of candidates. Mm-hmm. I'm going to run that list real quick. So first and foremost, my man Kevin Love for the Cavs. Oh, for sure. Constantly injured, mm-hmm. sitting on the bench, but eating at $31 million to, uh, <laughs> Plus, I'm not mad at him. Yeah, that, that check. And I, I feel bad about putting Carl Anthony Towns on this list. Yeah. Because he's he been through he a lot. He was supposed to be, yeah, this year he was through a whole lot. And I feel bad about it. But at the same time, if you make the decision to play, it's like we used to say when you got on the court. The only excuse when we play is there are no excuses. There's no excuses. So once yeah. you step out there, and I'm not saying his mom passing or COVID hitting his family yeah. as hard as it hit is an excuse. The same yeah. once you step out here, you're subject to getting the abuse that we're going to offer right now. Sure. His teammate, D'Angelo Russell, yeah, was well, making about $28 million a year. And the T-Wolves, <sighs> as high a draft pick as those guys have been or were, Mm -hmm. been in the league Mm -hmm. as long as they have you would think they do
1: more with what they have but they have not and DeAndre Russell was you know a Laker draft pick supposed to be the (laughs) the Lakers and and, uh, um, the Nets and the Nets but also Golden State State.
0: so yeah he's everywhere and he ends up in Toronto or Canada South (laughs) (laughs) Minnesota Uh, your
1: man Otto Porter Jr. You don't oh, need stealing man. money. He's been man. stealing money. And this hurts right? me. Why? This Because I'm a Georgetown guy. Okay. I'm Respect a Georgetown to. guy. And, and I thought he was he was getting there. Like, mm. I, I was like, he's mm. there now. Well, hey, <laughs> he had one good
0: playoff, and he cashed in. I can't ma- be mad in. at that, but he's definitely stealing money. Al yeah. Horford, and I feel bad for Al Tour, even though Boston was the one who signed that ridiculous deal.
1: Yeah, man.
0: You know, and and then oh no, was it no? It's Philly. Philly. I'm sorry, we it was Philly who signed into that Philly. Yeah, yeah. it,
1: it, was, it so, was. Oh, when I say we, you know, uh, just this disclaimer. I'm a big Sixer fan, and like we signed, into, Elton Brand signed into this deal, and I was thinking in my head, why? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It, it it didn't make any it didn't make any sense, and the reason why is because I was thinking, all right, I don't want Joel and B playing. Outside, I want him inside. And if he sees right. Al Horford, he's gonna he's gonna fall in love with shooting, shooting jumpers, jumpers all day, and threes, and that's exactly what he did. It didn't work. It went around the court together. Just they just got in each it other's way. It was, it was a, a bad, bad
0: fit, even though on paper it sounded like it was pretty good because Al could play inside and out. Al, yeah. So it, you know, in theory, it sounded good. But last but not least, by CP. Listen, can I and down Al- Al- Siakam
1: from the Raptors, whoever thirty-one this I want to just make it clear, okay? No number three option is $31 million, okay? <laughs> and it and, if, you didn't, board, man. and the, if you didn't know he was a number three option, you are the lou no, okay? You're talking about a guy that literally has no breakdown ability, okay? Hmm. You're talking about a guy that basically doesn't, doesn't have a plan offensively. He just just Goes willy nilly and hopes something happens. Can we get? Wait, wait. Can we? I, I mean, didn't he start playing basketball like
0: seven years ago, eight years ago? Like, it hasn't been that long. Here. You're here. It doesn't matter. So, for real, I get you. Mm. But for real, like, let's, uh, you know, I, I want to balance it out because Pascal yeah. Siakam has come a long way. Shout out to him for the home he bought for his mother. That's yeah. a big Mother's Day gift. And I yeah. love that video. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but He's definitely not a number one. They got He got the keys to the car because Kawhi Leonard was gone. They tried it out. They thought it was Van Vliet. Those guys are complimentary pieces, as we saw in the finals. And I don't know if they have a number one anymore they once don't. we decide or they decide yeah. that Kyle Lowry is either going to get another lifetime achievement contract or they're going to let him go. So the ski mask way all-star. Who is the guy who's stealing the most money for you and the guy you would pick from this uh, list of as All-Scars?
1: Who gets fair. the award? I'm going to be fair. I'm going to give it to Al Horford. Wow. Even though they sat him down and he was tanking anyway? <laughs> they were – but they didn't go in – they didn't go in tanking, right? I, OKC, that wasn't the OKC's plan. I think they realized, mm-hmm. like, he's not going to give us much and, you know, let's just – Oh, no, it was their plan once they got rid of Chris Paul. That yeah. was their plan. Once they started the
0: fire sale, when Stone Cold Stephen Adams was out there, that was the fire sale. So Al Holford had to find a place to stay. So, okay, you chose Al. I'm going to eliminate Kevin Love. He's won a title. You know, Karl-Anthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, tough times (laughs) in Minnesota. They're out. Pascal Siakam also won a title. Mm
1: -hmm. So it
0: leaves me with my man, Otto Porter Jr. I forgot he was in the league anymore. I know. I know. He's eating.
1: You know know who you can make as a – Eating. Yeah. You know you can name these awards after too? Oh you remember uh, Chandler Parsons? <laughs> oh no that wait just so you know, yeah, the award is
0: actually named after him. He is the finesse king. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it. Listen, is what is what was he, four for 94? Like, like, no, he got it in two places. He got it in yeah. Dallas and he got it in Memphis. He played like four games his whole career. In, couldn't in those believe two it. Two cities. But, you know, I'm not mad at him. He got it. He got, he got it off. So you chose Al Horford. Oh. I chose Al Porter. If yeah. you guys disagree, let us know. No. Yeah. Hit us on your socials. You know what it is. Yeah. Let's go on to the play hard all-stars. Now, this is the whole team. Yeah. And we selected some guys that you know they're going to play hard no matter what, no mm-hmm. matter what team they're on. They're yeah. going to get their all. They're not the most skilled players in the world, but they do yeah. – lend something to what you do on your team and our guys are timothy john mcconnell jr
1: mm. McConnell.
0: again you know, i love that guy right yeah. in the backcourt kent maysmore mm-hmm. i've never really been a big Bazemore fan but yeah. steve Kerr put him in a starting lineup for yeah. golden state and he's the reason they're in the playoffs right now yeah. part of the right. reason i should let me be clear yeah. He's not Wardell, Stephen Curry, the second. <laughs> no. And Bazemore was just a better fit for the lineup because chemistry is a fickle mistress. For sure. And Kelly and sure. did not fit what they w- were trying to do from a starting for lineup standpoint. For sure. Right? He was a better sixth man to me personally, but I think he'll come back as that next year because yes. play Alexander Thompson will be back in sure. the lineup as yeah, far as we know, right? No, for, sure. for sure. So Matisse Theibel from I the, like, your Sixers. Love it. Love Listen, it. he might be... The best perimeter defender in the league.
1: For sure. Hands out. There's no doubt about it. If he-, he plays,
0: mm-hmm. right, that he was, he got hundred steals and like 70 blocks. Nobody yeah. in the league Nobody has that. Not even if he could shoot or score at all. And that's going to be a big problem to Philly. We're going to talk about that a little bit yeah. later in the show. Yeah, Grant Williams, undersized, mm-hmm. big man, does everything, everything. for the, the Celtics that they asked him to do. Yeah. Guard the biggest guy, take it in the chest. He was really Everything. good at Tennessee. I liked him in Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. But he's yeah, playing yeah. his role in, in Boston. Boston. And last yeah. but not least, the German destroyer the <laughs> Maxi
1: Klieber. from the Mavericks. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's a pretty good play hard team. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know what? You, can, you can have Patrick Bev coming off the bench. You know what I mean?
0: Because right. I'm, I'm a, I, you know, I feel like <laughs> mm, let me tighten up my hate, hate <laughs> my hate rate up. No, you know, I don't hate anybody. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of Patrick Beverly. I think it's it's a lot of smoke and mirrors with him. But he does, I guess, if you want to say, he pays hard, reckless and hard. There's a fine line. Fine line. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, yeah. You know. I, I think he does. I think he gets credit for things that he really doesn't do. Like I remember you, you know, we had this thing again, going back to our runs. You know, and he thinks he plays good defense when it's the right. shots. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. <laughs> like I it's stop just, you.
0: no money. I'm I,
1: I I shot. I i <laughs> <was because laughs> yeah. nice like
0: that, son. Yeah, yeah. You can get this math in a second. Trust me. So,
1: but right. so that's a good that's a good team though. That play hard team. TJ I, is that's a that's a leader you want. Seeing him in six, seeing him in Philly for all those years, like he mm-hmm. always brought the energy. Like players like those, they don't have bad games because they don't depend on scoring. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right.
0: They do the, the little things. But <laughs> yeah. our next award is not about that. Not. It's a brand new entry into our awards program. Yeah. The he With Us
1: All-Stars. He With Us. He With Us. He With Us. <laughs> he With Us. Come on. Explain He With Us. Tell
0: the, yeah. the people who are listening
1: what He With Us yeah. is all about. He With Us is players that have no business, none whatsoever, <laughs> shooting outside of 12 feet. <laughs> okay, <laughs> no business, and like I could I understand it sometimes when you, ha- you have a down, you're here, but listen, stop shooting. Can like, we, these guys, can, we,
0: can we add to that? That a guy it does not, it's not just shooting, he might give up, he might be like you know, Ole on defense, oh yeah, right? Like, he, he just, might be a guy who turns the ball over too much, or he's going to shoot every time whether he makes the shot or not. He's he's the guy that
1: gives the other team extra possessions.
0: <laughs> you know I mean? oh he it's with us so He
1: playing for us he's playing for us, <laughs> playing for us you know? Yo, they he did Russell
0: have... Westbrook like that last year in the in the bubble when they yeah. played the Lakers and Russell's
1: former MVP and they got yeah.
0: him like that you can hear yeah. the players saying oh he with us he he would us. With us. us. Yeah. oh let him shoot he with us yeah. and right? he's still there and, hey, <laughs> I used to come to yeah, the gym sometimes and say stuff like oh yeah I walked to a guy and I yeah. see who it was and he's guarding me I'm like oh yeah let him shoot scouting report said let him shoot Pleasure. And get yeah. right into his head right away, right? right away. So, some of the guys we have on this team now, you know, maybe we have some starters. I don't know. I was yeah. vacillating between Colin Sexton from mm-hmm. the Cavaliers mm-hmm. and better than yourself, Bevan Bleep, who shot 39. He shot Bob Cousy numbers and in 2021.
1: I, I don't want to hear anything about COVID. I don't want to hear anything about Florida. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting close. I don't want to hear anything like that, Raptor fans, okay? Listen, right. The reality of the matter is he got paid, okay? He got paid. He said he's the guy, okay? And he is struggling out there. Mm. You know, I'm talking to these Raptor fans. You know, Fred's struggling out there. Yeah, he had he had COVID. Okay, yeah. Okay, so what? <laughs> you know what I mean? I <laughs> right, court. You know right. what I mean? So, get on the he, court. A, what did we just say? Mean, yeah when you're on the court the only excuse is there are no excuses exactly but he's and that's another thing i don't like he's coming with the excuses (laughs) oh he's saying oh yeah uh he said the other day he said um you know not being in toronto not having the you know going to the same grocery stores and friendly people and this that that i don't just like yeah i heard that too and i uh, I, I
0: combated that i think i said something about that on raptor's uh on RTX on, on Raptors uh, day <laughs> the other day I'm like yo the same way if you if you start a sentence with trying not trying to make excuses you're about to make an excuse. excuse yeah for sure. yeah and so Van Vliet I mean it is you're on it the is. road I mean it's tough they played 72 games on the road this year I get it but the it's the same time like you said you get that check to do your job no matter whether you're in the home arena or the yeah. visiting arena and so he's on that list Buddy Hield. He just man, gunning, he just gunning. Gun.
1: He got his money. He can he, gun now. He got he his money, just, and he guns. He guns like no tomorrow. Like no he's man. one of those. When they say, "Oh, this guy will shoot you out the game," that that's Buddy.
0: Hill. <laughs> Buddy Hill, right? Buddy. What he
1: was shoot you out the game.
0: What about Devontae Grant? Now he thought he should have been six man of the year or most improved <laughs> player last year, um, and he like he like you talk, talk about Van Leet saying he should have been. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, this excuse or that excuse. Devontae Graham said, oh, I feel like I've been disrespected. Dog, you you barely made a roster. Like, sometimes be happy with your station and play your game. People will recognize it. But I think he's on this list, too. And you see he's coming off the bench now. He's injured a lot this year. Yeah. La Le France, La Ball <laughs> showed up. And change the lineup, and you know Terry Rozier's been playing out of his mind. I want to see what they do in the playoffs. They,
1: they've been I, looking bad going to the playoffs right now. Yeah. And I just think, like Devontae, I, I think people don't do enough of looking at people like mm. Lou Williams and Jamal Crawford and say, you know what, being a six man is not bad, right? So what, my name doesn't get called if I'm at the beginning of the game? Minutes. Yeah, yeah. So what? And if if you know that your productivity was better coming off the bench just say you, you know what let me stay let me stay here you know what i mean instead of being a a, a starter just to say you start in right six See, men get paid too they, that they do they that they do too. um jay crowder is on this
0: list not because jay crowder i used to call jay the one-man army he was my yeah. guy when he's at marquette
1: yeah i like yeah, jay yeah. in
0: dallas you know, jay's turn a little bit because now i feel like they made it to the finals. He feels like he can jack shots up yeah, now. You know, yeah. I'm the three and D guy. And he yeah. takes too many threes, and you don't gotta like that, Jay. So Jay
1: Crown is on this. He with us. He with us. And 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 I, he he doesn't shoot nothing but threes. You know I mean? like, now yeah, that, that's what yeah, I'm saying. At yeah, <laughs> this point, yeah, no dribble like, drive game, no nothing. nothing. He's
0: like he's not an analytics guy. He's not sitting there going, yeah, I should two, yeah. shoot three every time. Yeah. What about the six the the reigning six man of the year, Montrezl Harrell?
1: It's tough, man. The way he's been playing it's, this year? It's tough to see him in that in the state. You know what I mean? He looks like he doesn't belong. Like he looks I, like he it, it's weird. You know what I mean? And then they like and you know it's bad. You know mm. this is bad when when they go out and get someone similar to you. You know what I mean? That's that's saying a lot without saying well, a lot.
0: I, I, well, you know what I mean, if you have an opportunity to get a 27-year-old Andre Drummond. Who, average, who averages a double-double. You know, Montrezl Herald's is a better offensive player. Mm-hmm. But defensively, like, he got exposed by the Denver Nuggets last year. I still think he's suffering PTSD as a result. <laughs> and you, because he d- he gives no effort on that end. He, like, he will get exposed. And, that's,
1: and I want to see if he
0: gives some effort in the playoffs this year.
1: You know, and again, those are those are the type of players that think they're there's something they're not. Like when you're a mm. when you're a hard hat, just a blue-collared person, just be that. You know what I mean? I think you looked at him and be like, you know what? I could I could finesse, I could be a, a guy. You Wait. Know what I mean?
0: Didn't mm. he say last year that he was the modern day Dennis Rodman? I'm like what? Yeah, like what and happy Stop. belated birthday to Dennis Keith <coughs> Rodman, who just celebrated his 60th 60th birthday. Dennis Rodman is
1: probably the only person at like sixty that could probably like he probably get run. more effort right now. And <laughs> Dennis Rodman never stopped running,
0: and Dennis Rodman is the greatest second round pick in NBA history, history. Oh, far up. none. Hands respect up. due to Manu Ginobili. Respect yes. due to Draymond Green. But yes. nobody better than Dennis, Dennis Rodman squad. in the second round, and of course, the captain of the He With Us uh, squad. The my man, you got it.
1: He with us, Aaron Baines, <laughs> or like, I, or, or I'll call him Bainsey Boy. Hey, this, y'all have like, to see his
0: videos. Dion's videos <laughs> had me in tears when he's talking about this dude.
1: And you know what's crazy? When I was yelling, "He's with us," you know what mm. people were saying to me in the beginning. What's you that? don't know what you're talking about. This <laughs> is a good signing. You seen in Phoenix last year, blah blah blah. And I'm just like, again, take the Raptors rose petal glasses off, right, <laughs> and look at the product on the floor now. Right. Okay? right. I don't. Right. I don't even need to be like have the best vision to understand a person that shoots like that. <laughs> okay? oh. I am not contesting. <laughs>
0: I'm not going to talk about his field goal percentage. I'm not going to talk about why all of a sudden he thinks he can shoot threes. I just – no disrespect to Ken Burch. And anytime you say no disrespect, you're about to disrespect <laughs> Yeah, them.
1: here
0: we go. Kim Burch shot six three-pointers the other night. I'm like, what? It's, That's not what you do. But I guess he got ahead. the – maybe
1: he got the Aaron Baines disease. I don't know. I don't it's, know. But it's he's definitely ridiculous. the captain of that squad. He's the captain. For sure. Like, he's – that – you go get the rebound. You get the rebound because he's <laughs> starting your transition for you <laughs> <laughs> I, the, fa- the one man fast break <laughs> yeah it, Like Aaron Baines puts that up he's starting it for you just get that out the rim and you go people weren't even contested like I was saying on one of my videos I said no I would bench a player if he contested Aaron Baines a shot you stay back there <laughs> <laughs> you stay right back there just let him shoot <laughs> just let him invite it. we don't want him, him. passing yeah right Yeah, we don't want to pass it. No. Shoot. Make him shoot. Make him shoot. We want the rebound. 15 times a game. Let me
0: pad that. Don't my stats. (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, so people who are not padding their stats, the meal plan, ball on the budget, all stars. The award is between three people. Um, Two guys making about two, two and a half million dollars apiece. The first guy, Kent Bazemore from the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Again, we talked about his value. And a guy who I said early in the season, is going to be a utility guy that's going to make a difference in the playoffs of this team. Bruce Brown in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the other guys yep. on this list, first-time All-Star, possible MVP candidate, Julius sure. Randle. For sure. And Derek Martel-Rose, sure. one of the best sixth men in the league right now. They're both ball-on budgets. I mean, $19 million is a budget for <laughs> well, what yeah. and this Julius Randle is- just yeah. earned. Mm-hmm. He def- definitely earned that money. He's going to earn oh, more money soon. And Derek Rose is $7.6 million. I mean, that's a bargain for a guy who's a former an MVP and giving you 15, 16, 17 points off the bench and leadership and an understanding of what it takes to play in, in, in the biggest moments, playing the Eastern Conference Finals against. I can't say his name on the show. <laughs> um, hashtag he
1: who shan't be named. Julius Randle, can I say is that? I'm I, 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 hands down. Okay. Hands down. And like, like, and full disclaimer, like, when the Knicks fans, like, maybe a couple months ago, the Knicks fans were yelling, MVP, right. MVP, and I was roasting them. I you was clowning? just like, are you guys insane? You guys been in the house too long? Just happy to be outside. MVP, <laughs> you did ridiculous. And you know what? I said, most improved for sure. But mm. in reality, I had, I'm giving him MVP considerations. He won't win it but I'm giving him MVP considerations. And to be honest, we all know who's going to win the MVP. I don't, for- don't, no, no, don't go. Don't get ahead. <coughs> see, you already, yeah. said, you already
0: said you thought he was most improved, and we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. You don't see. So he is your meal plan, ball-on-the-budget He is, your meal he pan, is my, he budget,
1: is my meal plan, meal pan, like. Ball-on-the-budget guy. For sure, hands down. I I'm going to go t-
0: with Julius Randle as well. So yeah. all points bulletin, a guy who came back, and said he was gonna terrorize the league for disrespecting him while he was away. And then he goes away again. And there are only two. This should this used to be called the Derek Martell Rose Award, to tell you the truth. Yeah. But now it's Jonathan Hildred Wall Jr. Mm-hmm. Well and deserved. Victor Old Depot. Well
1: deserved. Which one? Who are you choosing? John Wall. Hands down. Hands down. It, and, Hands and, it's, down. and it's not even close. He got nine
0: million dollars left on his contract. I don't know if he's ever going to play again. Yeah, but and to tell us you're going to come back and play
1: again. And the reason being, he had he was so he felt so disrespected. Mm. You know, James Harden doesn't want to play with me. He says we're not good enough. He's right. He's right. <laughs> he's right. But didn't because,
0: this happen in Washington too? Didn't happen. He had Bradley Beal next to him, and and the difference in
1: Bradley Beal with John Wall. And Bradley Beal, without John, without Wall, John Wall, it, was it is dramatic. It was it was night and day, dramatic. and it was so bad. Bradley Beal couldn't even hold it back in a in, in an interview when he was like, you know, what's the difference, Brad? You know, the positive. Mm. we all eating, <laughs> we're right, right? We're all eating right now. <laughs> Some people eating, eating alone, <laughs> yeah. And so, I was just like, that was it. That was the beginning and the end. No and doubt, John Wall deserves this award, hands down. But if Victor Oladipo don't pick it up, you know what I mean? I
0: mean, I guess he bettered himself. He turned down a two-year, $45 million extension um, with Houston. They traded him, and then he gets injured again. He's probably going to be out next season as well. I don't know if it's going to happen. He's going to end up getting DeMarcus Cousins and Isaiah Jamar Thomas around the league on 10-day contracts. Guys of that caliber who are all-stars. For sure. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas, in 2017, was the MVP candidate. Now he can't get a job. So, Ridiculous. you know, life can come at you fast, bro. But uh, speaking of fast and injuring people, our annual Andrew Bogut Award, the Memorial Award for Andrew Bogut, who was always on the injured reserve list. Man. Our all injured reserve list all-stars. And we have, of course, you know, John Wall and Victor already made the team. For sure. For sure. Markel Fultz for the yeah. Magic. I feel bad for him. Yeah. Um happened in Philly, happened mm-hmm. in Orlando. They had some promise. And hopefully he comes back. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. I think he showed up in Charlotte with a broken finger. <laughs> Man. I, I like Gordon Hayward. I think he I like his shoes. I actually like his answers. <laughs> and if Anthony's listening, you know, we want some tips. Let's make them. Happen. <laughs> but um Gordon Hayward's on that list. Kevin Wayne Durant. I mean, he's coming back mm-hmm. from an injury, but. This season, I, what do you play? Thirty-three games. That's it. That's tough. And I want to put him on an All NBA team, but yeah. thirty-three games not going to make not you enough. qualify, yeah, right? Uh, Kevin Love. I mean, Love for sure. Worked by Kevin before. Yep. And the Unicorn, three-six. Latvia. Kristaps Porzingis, definitely on this list. Man, don't get me started on Kristaps. I thought they, I thought he was going to be the answer with with Luca down there in Dallas. It has not materialized as yet.
1: Again, media hype. Mm. They're looking for that, looking for that replacement, that Larry Bird, Great White Hope replacement. and Luca well, is Luca that guy? No. And I'm sorry, we do this every now and then. Can we stop? Can we stop? Like when when it when it was Dirk's turn, this was Dirk's league, and it was like, hold on, Colby and LeBron still here. You know right. what I mean? And then right. Kevin Durant by Dirk. And then the Raptors drafted Bargnani number one. Like, Colangelo drafted this guy and thought, like, this was it. You know what I mean? Like, all right, all right. no disrespect. I was t- Leo Routens. Let it go. Uh, well, Leo Routens, he said some off-the-wall stuff. He was saying stuff like, oh, Barnyani's like, a, he's a better Dirk and this, that. No, I was wow. just like, stop wow. it. So they thought I mean, Bargnani. He,
0: you know, it's the home team thing. It's, it's yeah, but come on. It. you
1: you, you got to be honest. And is it is it wrong for me to
0: say then on the same list James Wiseman from the Warriors? I know he's 19, 20 years old now, and you know, he only three played three college games. You're in the big what league. He, son. been in, Yeah, it's a different is a different level. Maybe he's not built for it yet. Maybe his no. body's not mature for it. But I mean, it's tough yep. to pick him that early and him not be available. And as they say your best ability, ability. best ability—is
1: availability, right? That's it, and and you have to understand. When you're coming into the NBA, they hit different, you know what I mean? <laughs> right? They, they hit different. So what you're used to in college, that and or wherever else, the speed is a whole other level the, of The, the game. speed, the physicality, everything is just different. So you got to bulk up, <laughs> you bulk okay. up. Well, I mean,
0: you know, Reggie Miller and our guy who's on the list for he gonna get this work award the comeback player of the year award mm-hmm. is between kevin wayne durant who's not that bulky no he's six <laughs> foot twelve he won't say he's seven feet tall he's six foot twelve <laughs> yeah, he's different he's he real he's different, different. <laughs> and waddell stephen curry
1: the second All comeback
0: right. player of the year who do you have
1: um i, I gotta give it to steph and the the, the reason why and I was guilty of this too. I thought people were a little soft on Steph because he, like, when he doesn't do well or he doesn't carry a team, like last year, he didn't, he couldn't carry the Golden State Warriors. Right? Like, you know, is it? But he's this year. He's off the wall, like, like unstoppable. You got to guard him as soon as he gets out of his house. You know what I mean? Yeah, like,
0: yeah. And I think the let's give some credit to Draymond Green. Let's give some credit to Mike Brown. Let's give some credit absolutely. to Steve Kerr. Because they have to change the way they play. They normally like to play, you know. Everybody does this, and hey, sometimes you got a weapon, you got to use it in a different way. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that that thing doesn't work without Draymond Green on the floor. Let's just no, no, no.
1: Draymond, Draymond is the engine for sure. His
0: IQ, his importance to that team. He is, he is, he is sunny. He's you with not as much game. Like this is just different. Like you're able to facilitate for everyone and be the quarterback on defense. And the quarterback on offense and allow sure. Steph to be Steph. You know, yeah. he'll, I mean, Andrew Wiggins is the former number one draft, draft pick in this league. He's averaging uh, 18. Look, wait, wait, I know, I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, but he yeah. averaged 18 and six as a second fiddle. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not, he's not that guy. I think he's settled into his role as being the second guy. And Kelly Oubre gave you 15 and four. So yeah. it wasn't like they didn't have weapons. You know, the year before, they didn't have those same weapons. This year, they have them now. And so there's a difference. Let's not take it for for granted. Steph Curry has weapons. The Warriors yeah. have weapons, but the definitely the comeback player of the year is Wardell. Steph Curry the second, and the comeback player of the year for us, really,
1: yeah,
0: is you because you're going to come back for more of the open run with Will Strickland right after this. Mm-hmm. I mean, more of what you asked for. It's the Open Run with Will Strickland, where the lecture is conducted from the mic into the speaker with my special guest, Dion Horsford. And we're going to talk about the awards that the NBA gives out now because some of those awards I just gave out. Yeah. But we're going to talk about what I like to call the leap, where a player yeah. makes the step into superstardom or toward that. I'm going to run the list. You tell me okay. who you picked. For so sure. first, Julius Randle from the Knicks, Jalen Brown from the Celtics, Cameron Payne from the Suns, Michael Porra Jr. from the Nuggets, and Zion Williamson from the Pelicans. Who did you choose and
1: why? Oh, uh, this is Julius Randle. And, again, no pay attention, Raptor fans, okay? This is the difference between a Pascal, and, a Pascal Siakam who doesn't have an understanding offensively of what he wants to do and Julius Randle. Just watch his game, you know what I mean? Julius Randle, just a year or two ago, he didn't have he didn't have the maturity to understand what he wanted to do offensively. But now look at him. Okay, he's getting his shot, creating, creating for his teammates. I think his his assist gone up as well. I'm gonna tell you. Mm-hmm. I, wait, I want to give Tibbs some credit
0: for that. But the truth is, before he left Los Angeles, yeah, had a coach by the name of Luke Walton mm-hmm. who said, if you dedicate yourself, you we want to use you more like a Draymond Green type for our team. Yes. you have to rebound. You have to defend. You're going to handle the ball more. We're going to make you that. It started with Luke Walton. He right. went to New Orleans, did a little bit of that. When he's, Once he got to New York and they saw that he was doing that on a consistent basis, they're like, okay, maybe we need to run this.
1: Yeah. All
0: good. So and Julius Randle, I mean, he, he, I'm he with you on it. that pick. He, yeah. I'm with you on that pick. And it's tough not to pick like a guy like Zion, but again, it's not leading to wins. So yeah, can't pick him. And Jalen Brown was my first half most yeah, improved player. True. The injury is is going to kind of stifle that because you hadn't played Boston a lot towards the end of the season. Struggle, Boston yeah, just
1: started to struggle. Like, they're going
0: to, yeah, yeah, but they're they're not going to stay in the playoffs long. You know? Yeah, Brad yeah, Stevens yeah. probably won't have a job, and yeah. really, Danny Ainge should probably be gone as well. But that's a whole nother conversation. and,
1: that, can, and just just quickly, mm-hmm. can we stop this genius talk? Anytime a coach has one good season, can we stop it? Well, like,
0: it's, it's not just a coach. It's not just a coach.
1: Because Ty Lue they, had a good season and he got fired. That's what I'm saying. But but anytime, like... He was never called a genius, though. Anytime the... And I don't want to... I'm not being whatever, but I'm just calling it out it is. Anytime these white coaches have some success with really, really good players, all of a sudden they're geniuses. You know, like, like it's... It, can we just hold We're off? Just what it is. it is. I mean, it's it's not
0: it's not about being racist. It's about calling it what it is. Yeah. Is that you rarely ever hear the young black coach being called a wonderkin? You know, someone who like understands the game He's thank just so cerebral. You. you know, thank you. He's just a guy who had talent. Okay, great. That you know, Brad Stevens is a good coach. You know, yeah. they say, oh, Ty Lue wasn't a good coach. Like, coaching in the NBA is not always about X's and O's. No, you have to do that. But it's about managing personalities, and Tyloo managed really tough personalities and won a championship and took them to four straight finals. Like you,
1: uh, three,
0: three straight. David the uh, Black took them to the first one. Yeah, Which yeah. My point because, is that yeah. no Tyloo didn't know if he was going to have a job. He was an assistant coach. Ridiculous. Are you serious? He won a title. I don't but you got the that... video. You got the video guy who like he plays, you know, a, a Top Shot or, or something. He's yeah. getting a job tomorrow. I'm not mad at that. People can hire who they want to hire, but it is what it is. Let's go on and give some more awards yeah. Yeah, because we sure. can do that a whole nother segment yeah. on that.
1: <laughs> Definitely. Right? We have to.
0: The sixth man of the year award. Montrez the is the reigning sixth man of the year, but the new one will be not Montrez So nope. I'll run the list. Joe Ingles, Jingles from the mm-hmm. Jazz. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis from the Bucks, who had a really solid year off the bench yep. for them. Yep. Derek Rose mm-hmm. from the Knicks. Carmelo, Kyam Anthony. Mm-hmm. From the Blazers and Jordan Clarkson, the prohibitive favorite to win
1: it all. Who do you pick? Even though we forgot my man, Shake. Ah, Shake Milton. You, uh, throw, throw your man in there. Uh, throw him in the mix. If I, that's who you think I love, be the man the year, I love my you. guy, Shake, but I'm going to give it to Jordan Clarkson. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it to Jordan Clarkson, and here's why. I, I wasn't a big fan of Jordan Clarkson at all. Right? I just thought, you know, he's a guy who chucks it up and hope But – when 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 Mitchell went down, Donovan Mitchell went down, I felt he played some of his best basketball. And he, he, mm. he you know, he kept Utah afloat. He's keeping Utah afloat. They're still the number one seed and, and it's a big part of him because of him. And I gotta give him his, his, credit, his credit So I'm giving it Jordan Clarkson.
0: I'm with you. I you know, I, I thought about uh Derek Rose for a minute. Yeah. Um I also thought about Bobby Porter's he's a little bit too quiet for me over mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. and Joe Inkles. I mean he starts so many games, it was tough for me to say that, but yeah. he qualified for the sixth man of the year. So yeah, you know, um Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year. Sure. Executive of the year, your guy, Daryl Morey, of the Sixers, <laughs> Sean Marks, the Nets, Scott Perry of the Knicks, and James Jones of the Suns. Who did you pick? I was I was leaning, I
1: was leaning Daryl. <laughs> and then I was and then I was like, I didn't like the moves he made during the trade deadline, mm-hmm. then I'm like, you know, Sean Marks. Why were you even debating this? <laughs> yeah, he got James Harden and didn't uh, have to give up Kevin Durant or Kyrie nothing, Irving? That's nothing. That's the end of the conversation. That's it. That was just the like. The end of
0: the conversation. Sean Marks, executive Sean... of the year. <laughs> Easy. Okay? For, he's the real finesse king. Easy. Okay? Easily. Um, coach of the year, Quinn Snyder, Monty Williams, Tom Thibodeau, um, so I should say the teams, but you know Quinn Snyder of the Jazz, yeah. Mikey Williams of the Suns, Tom Thibodeau of the Knickerbockers, yeah. Glenn Rivers. There's only one Doc in Philly.
1: Yeah.
0: Don't disrespect. He's like right, Glenn yeah. Rivers in in Philadelphia, and Stephen John Nash of the Brooklyn Nets.
1: Uh, it, this was tight for me. This really was tight for me it, between Tom and Monty. Mm. It's, it, it it it's tight, and I have to put some put some respect on Tom Tom Thibodeau's name because. When they hired him as a Nick, everybody was like, Why is this?" I, I was, I I was one of those people. <laughs> Where's Mark Jackson? No, no, Why I wasn't a Mark Jackson this? guy.
0: I'm yeah. just saying this. This dude is like a curmudgeon. He yeah. is hard and old and
1: yeah, that's what angry he's all the set time. In his ways, you know, and he runs these guys to, too hard.
0: But it worked.
1: It worked because it they works. listened
0: to an experienced guy. Yeah. They saw the results, and then. He made sure to get part of his old band back in town, Derek yeah. Rose, Todd Gibson, to make sure the locker room bent to his will. So I'm not yeah. mad at that. Yeah. Right? He even had, for a minute, didn't he have Joachim Noah there for a minute in New York? If I'm not, <laughs> I, I don't remember. But the bottom line is this it didn't look like it was going to fit, didn't look yeah. like it was going to work. I was one of the first people, I was very vocal about it. Yeah. But after giving, like you said, giving his flowers, man, I mean, he did his job. But is that your pick, Tom? That's Taylor? my pick.
1: That's my pick. Only only the reason why I picked them, because it looks as though I, a lot of times, good coaches that turn great coaches are ones that could look at themselves and say, you know what, I got to change something. The mm. game is changing. I got to change my approach. And it seems like they change it. I don't hear much. I don't hear any complaining about guys getting overworked in practice and mm. running guys too hard. It's, it's, yeah. it's different. And the conversation is different. And it, they're buying in, they're respecting him. You know what I mean? And, and they're so seeing I'm the results on that. Yeah, yeah. No doubt. I'm Neil, going with Monty can, Williams, man. Yeah.
0: I'm going with Monty. I mean, you go from not even in the playoffs, you get Chris Paul with basically the same lineup, yeah. and you're the number two seat in the West. Yeah. Now, I know injuries and COVID had to play, but they still had to play yeah. too.
1: They had to
0: play. Yeah. And they won 50-plus games this year. Like, Monty I Williams. Love I mean, Monty.
1: He, former assistant at, for us, for us Philly, Philly Sixers and stuff, so right. I love Monty. Only reason why I, I, I lean Tom is New York. And, and the reality is, having having the garden, even though we're not going to have a crazy amount of fans in there, having the New York squad in the There's playoffs, an energy it, it's to always it. it's always a good thing. You know what I mean? Right. It's right, right. A good... So, Defensive Player of the Year,
0: as I said earlier, Matisse Thibault from the Sixers could have been on this list. Yeah. He could have been three guys from Philly on this list. I mean, they yes. have the number two defensive efficiency in the league behind the, the Lakers. Yeah. And, Defensive player of the year, I'll run the list. Ben Simmons from the Sixers. Giannis Antetokounmpo from the Bucks, Draymond Grimm from the Warriors. Clint Capella from the Hawks. And Rudy Gobert, the Stifled Tower in Utah. Who'd you pick? Ben, it's easy I'm with you. I'm with you. I I picked Ben Simmons, too. I did, too.
1: And we could talk about what he can't do all, all day long. Fine. He can't shoot, whatever. But defensively, he changes things. Like he takes he takes people out the out the game, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's that to me. Sometimes is better than someone that could put up thirty. You know what I mean? When you're making it tough, and you know this as a player, like you're making it tougher mm-hmm. for that guy. Like, and he's guarding anybody one, yeah, two, three, four, five. Like I would I mean,
0: There are really, you know, two or three people that maybe four that can do yeah. that in the league right now. It's Simmons. It's Giannis Draymond, Draymond who Draymond, does it, yeah. and yeah. even to some degree, even though he doesn't do it as much, he sha not be named. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I remember I remember when he did the Derrick Rose in the Eastern Conference yeah. um, Finals uh, yeah. in 2011. So, yeah, his MVP year. So, you know, you've seen it, but really those guys actively right now, those top three that I named could be yeah. that. And, of course, Rudy yeah. Gilbert's is always going to be in the conversation because of how good he is defensively, how much of yeah. the difference he makes with that Jazz team. I'm picking Ben this year, not because of fatigue, but that he's done his job. and They have the second best defense in the league. Yeah. That's it. That's so it. let's go to our Tony Allens. first mm, team on defense. I, I
1: love this award. First I love team on team.
0: defense. I love this. All
1: right. So you have your team, or you have a- it? I, I have. I have a team. Tell me your team. I have a team. All right. For my Tony Allen first team, and can we? What when we start talking about defense? Yeah, mm-hmm. And maybe not, not yet, but we we got to make that trophy, a Tony Allen trophy. This guy gets not enough credit. 100%. I love Tony not Allen. Not enough credit. I love Tony Allen. And if you are a fan, a real, real, real fan of basketball, you would mm-hmm. respect what Tony Allen did for many years defensively. He made it mm-hmm. tough for everybody. Yes, he did. Right? So my team at point guard, at, what would you say guard? I have Drew Holiday. Mm. that am going Okay. He, he, he defends. Right. I had to give it to Kyle Lowry. Right. And the reason being most charges, the charges. Right. Like, and he's so smart defensively. Like, he's, if you watch him, like, he's, he's, he's not only, he not only has his own defensive assignment, he has everybody else's defensive. He's like no the doubt. quarterback of defense. Right. So I gave right. him Rudy Gobert in the middle. Mm mm-hmm. for Short sure, hands down, self explanatory. Ben Simmons, Ford, and Draymond at the other Ford.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah. You well, ain't scoring I mean, on that lineup. You, I'm not mad at the Kyle and the Drew. I think that yeah. you, you know, you move Ben down to make it convenient for your all your, your Tony Allens. But I'm going to go with Ben Simmons at the point. Jimmy mm-hmm. Butler, who led the league in steals and deflections, mm-hmm. right? At the That's two. Okay. Yep. Matisse Thybulle at the three. Even mm-hmm. though he didn't play the minutes, I. I cannot disregard how good a perimeter defender he is. Oh, he is. He's going He's to make amazing. a difference for that team in the playoffs. The reigning defensive player of the year at the four, Giannis, mm-hmm. and Rudy Gobert in the middle. Yeah,
1: I mean, this those is, are good things. Is, hey, yeah. If you guys out there disagree with us, let yeah. us know. <laughs> let us Go know. Your votes you know and let know. us know. Right. Like I, I'm good with both squads. You no know, no doubt. I mean? They, they're,
0: they're great. No doubt. Uh, rookie of the year.
1: There's only mm. three
0: names. There are only three names. Yeah, Anthony Edwards of the T-Wolves. Yeah. Tyrese Halliburton, yeah. Of the king. And yeah. LaFrance Ball. I have to say it like Chris Jericho says, Le champion
1: on yeah. the <laughs> wrestling show.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So LaMelo is LaFrance. That's his middle name. Yeah. Uh, LaMelo Le LeFrance Ball yeah. uh, from the Hornets. So who did you pick and what?
1: And, and like you said, it's, it's only really three names. I mean, I mean, we could talk about Cole Anthony, like, maybe, like, sort of, like, you know, City Bay, Detroit, like, you know, those guys. Mm-hmm. Like, right. Kenya Martin Jr. started to play a little bit. You know yeah, what I mean? The, that like, team down there, you know, it's that, tough. It, it, it's tough. But like you said, it's only three names that's having a real impact. But my rookie of the year, and if you know me on Instagram, it is the mellow ball, and it's not even close. <laughs> All
0: right, right, right. Enter in no, <laughs> I, I'm with, I mean, Anthony Edwards made a great push, but because they're not in the playoffs, because they have a bad record again, because they had Carl Anthony Towns, they have talent, talent there. They just don't know how to put that together. I don't know if it's a matter of coaching. I don't know if it's a curse. I don't know if it's because they didn't let Kevin Garnett buy the team. I don't know. Yeah. But Anthony yeah. Edwards, a talented offensive player for sure, but Namella Ball is a star.
1: When's the last time you said, you know what, I'm going to watch this Hornet game?
0: You know what? To be honest with you, I think this is part of fandom that people miss. And my man Rod, who was on uh, an episode earlier with his wife Karen, they have one of the yeah. best podcasts out here called "The Black Guy Who Tips." On name alone, you should listen to it. Yeah, the Black Guy Who the guy Tips. Who tips. Yeah, and he said, like, the joy of going to the game is the excitement of watching these guys grow, and and being a fan, and and they're exciting to watch. They're exciting to listen to they're not going to win every game no team does but no, yeah. to see it to be a, that's what you're a fan for i think people play so much fantasy basketball they think that their team if their team is not winning then they don't want to watch it I'm like yeah. no the it's joy true. is in watching the game, game. the yeah. joy is in being a fan
1: of enjoying the sport for what it is so you i know, agree i agree for me as a sixth i went through trust the process like i watched, <laughs> I watched them when they won all of 12 games like right i went to philly to watch them play live and I spent like $30 and my feet were on the floor you know, touching the hardwood. Right. And and literally it was like, you felt like they were giving you free food because they're just happy to have someone in the seat. It's like, here, <laughs> do you want this? Do you want? Right, right. Like that's, what, that's So I get it. I'm a fan, like, I, I'm a fan, you know? And like, like I said, Charlie wasn't this exciting to watch since Eddie Jones at Mason and, the, you know, God yeah, Bobby we'll Phils, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, you know, DC Mugsy was Bogues. Derek Coleman Glenn, Glenn and Rice. And right, like, they're watchable uh, then. Larry Alonso Johnson. Murray, Larry Johnson, Johnson. Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was are yeah, watchable but... then. And then they became, like, unless you lived in Charlotte and you're just a diehard fan, like, they became unwatchable for an average fan. Yes. But you're going to, now, next year, because of the rookie of the year, my rookie of the year, they'll be on t- top. Yeah, they're going to be uh, on I'm ESPN. You. you know I mean? They're going to be on these these these, these TV networks. Yeah, he's
0: Le a star. LeFrance, 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 who is yeah. also, if we're talking about all rookie teams, those three are definitely on it. You know, yes. Tyrese Halliburton is easily the second or third, depending upon how you look at it. Yeah. He's probably the third best rookie in the league. Yeah. But you, you named another one who's on my all-rookie team, Sadiq Bay from the Pistons. Yeah. I really feel, feel like he's going to be one of those rock-solid guys for Like he's going to have sure. a 10, 12, 15 years career because he's rock-solid like that. Yeah. And Isaiah, quickly. Mm. I pick quickly mm. on my rookie team. New York. Pick Cole, you pick Cole Anthony?
1: Mm-hmm. I pick quickly.
0: I mean, yeah. it's hard to go wrong with either one of them, really, to yeah. tell you the truth. Because depending upon what happens with Dirk Rose,
1: yeah.
0: quickly he's going to get some burn. Burn, you know yeah. Tyrese Maxi and Philly might get some burn yeah. like young guys from they came from Kentucky. Yeah. You know they're gonna be the anti John Wall. I guess I
1: don't
0: know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, not, <laughs> no, I, I love, I'm gonna stop shading my man. I'm gonna stop. I want I'm I, shading I, honestly,
1: I wanted Maxi to do well. It's just tough for him to crack some minutes in that lineup. Yeah, man, because the goal is championship, and these are rookie saws. So it's, uh, it's hard. You know, I mean Ben eats up a lot of that, those minutes at the one. You know when. Our guy coming off the bench shake, you know he's he's like a shake clone, like. But Maxi is dope.
0: Yeah. The reason is. why,
1: the reason, and the reason why they didn't push, they didn't get that Kyle Lowry because they didn't want to give up Maxi. Right. Want to give up Maxi, and they didn't want to get up Thibault.
0: It's <laughs> it's like, it's hey, look, take you know, these take guys, Danny Green, take hey,
1: whoever.
0: These guys are number one in the East for a reason. So. Yeah, so, speaking about number one, it's down to the MVP. Julius Randle mm, from the Knicks, Giannis mm, from the Bucks, mm, the Colonel's son, Joel Hans Embiid from the Sixers, mm-hmm. Christopher Emmanuel Paul from the Suns, <laughs> and Nikola Jokic of the Nuggets. Yes, who did you pick?
1: Yes, Nikola Jokic. And, okay, and for me, and I'm not, I'm not one of those people that get MVP fatigue. Like mm. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a person that felt like michael jordan should have had 80 mvps and you know, <laughs> the, the guy that we don't name should have had more <laughs> and, and, and and kobe should have, like i'm i'm like so however i i'm gonna give this guy his his respect i'm not a big fan of his game but he does play every game mm. he does get he does get the good numbers he his numbers are not something that Diminished light of the team, like it actually elevates the, the team. So, right, I'll give it, I'll give it to Nikola Jokic, but this is gonna be a he's gonna be a one and done MVP. He's not gonna be like an MVP. I mean, it day. just
0: depends on how how we look at it. I mean, Dirk only won one, you know. Yeah. I mean, There's a lot of Kobe won one, blessed dead, like you know, Shaq won one. That's a whole other conversation we can have yes. at some point for sure, um, and maybe in the postseason we could do something like that for sure. Yeah, I kind of yeah, debate yeah. some of those things. But, yeah. you know, I know he's not going to win it, but I picked Chris Paul. Every team yeah. he's ever been to, he's improved that team. When he yeah. was in Oklahoma City in the preseason, he could have quit. He had $44 million that they owed him. He's like, yo, just send me somewhere, buy me out. He played, and they gave them a .02 chance of making the playoffs. They made the playoffs. No doubt. .02. And then this team that did make the playoffs last year is number two in the West. Let's talk value because there's a difference between value and best. I agree 100%. Chris Paul is the most valuable, valuable. player in the NBA because of what he did for that Phoenix team, period. Yeah, but, again, he won't win the award, and I'm not mad at Nikola Jokic, who had amazing numbers, especially after his second, his ride or die, uh, buddy, Jamal Murray, yeah. uh, Ken his very own, went yeah. down with a knee. And I'm, I'm like, look, he did his job. The man was leading the league in assists as a center early yeah. in the season. Now, I'm not talking about for two games. Like he was averaging 11 assists a night it's as ridiculous. a center
1: in the NBA. That's that's ridiculous. His, his passing so, game is ridiculous. And I agree with it. you. The, 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 the Chris Ball factor is real, similar to like the Rondo playoff factor. You know what I mean? Like the Chris Ball does playoff make, Rondo. <laughs> yeah, does make the 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 teams better. The only thing that, uh, and again, I agree with you. Value, and I think these media members don't understand what most valuable bull player means right they pick most <laughs> outstanding player mm. every like that's how i feel they pick most most outstanding player because like you said you take chris paul from that <laughs> team they they they're back 10th 11th seed like they were yeah. last year because he yeah. was the only he's, he's the only different difference they have this year so that that's yeah
0: you know so uh, All-NBA teams now, we picked three teams. We picked the first team, second team, and third team. What is your first team all-NBA team, though? My first team.
1: Oh, man. That, this was tough for me. Mm. This was really tough for me because I had to leave someone out. And Of you'll see. Yeah. So Steph Curry, mm-hmm. having. I put Devin Booker there because mm. I, I, I feel like finally, now that they're winning and, you know – Thank I mean he gotta thank Chris Paul for that.
0: First team. Okay.
1: okay. Yeah, yeah, I I put him there because you can see this, he's fluent. Okay. Put it in the basket. Score at all three levels. Like he's I put him there. Joel and being in the middle. Mm-hmm. Julius Randle. I'm mm. gonna give him first team. And anybody that doesn't give him first team, it's an injustice. Mm. Just and then I I went with Nikolai Jokic.
0: Right, wait! No, and... no, 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 no! You, you have to do it by positions. By position, okay. okay. Yeah, it has to be
1: by positions. I was, I was, I hope. So you can't have I'm two centers on. Then there. I'm going with, I'm going with Giannis.
0: Okay. I'm going now, Giannis how? Did, so your MVP didn't even make the first team. Yeah. Your,
1: your, yeah. your MVP made the first team. My MVP didn't. He's, like I'm, I'm taking him off. How? Because, like, again. So MVP is going to be your all. too much bias, dude. That's no, too much bias. Okay. No, here's the Come thing, right? No, I
0: it's your list. I'm, I'm just saying. No, no, here's the, I'm, and, I'm gonna give it, you flames yeah. because you pick
1: Jokic as the MVP, but then he can't make first team All NBA. But the only reason why he he's my MVP is by kind of by default, it's because NBA didn't uh, play enough games. Ah, uh, okay, that's, okay, okay. That's okay. That's, the, that's the only that's the only reason.
0: Fair enough. I'm gonna work yeah. with you on that. So yeah. I picked my first team was Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell, Kawhi Leonard, mm. Giannis, and Nikola Jokic. Again, winning played a factor for me in all of that when I picked those guys, not just the superlatives of the numbers, but mm-hmm. also what they did to contribute to um winning team. Like I could have had Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal in my first team because of the numbers, but the numbers yeah. don't always tell the full story. Sometimes no. numbers lie. Yeah. And um in this case, I just those are the guys I felt like should have been my first team. Did you pick a second team? I I didn't I
1: didn't pick a second team.
0: All right, let me get you real quick then. Yeah. I'm gonna hit you because this will probably help your conversation because my second team mm-hmm. was Ben Simmons at the point. Yeah, Kyrie, Andrew Irving at the yep. two. Yeah, Jason Tatum at the three. Uh-huh. Julius Randle at the four, and Joel mm-hmm. Embiid at the five. Right, mm. and then I had a third team: mm. Luca, Paul George. Jimmy Butler, the Montana bonus, the four, and Rudy Gobert at the five. You notice there's some names that didn't make <laughs> the list. Yeah. Perennial, all NBA guys did not make the list.
1: <laughs> and I agree with you. I don't think you don't, I don't think people should make the team because of their name. Right. And I think sometimes they 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 throw people on the team based on that. Paul George. Did you look at his numbers? He's a thirteen. All he's thirteen. All at NBA. I'll right? give it to him because he, he he's having a, he's having a great season. I guess for me, I like this. I you're 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 beyond regular season to me now. You know what I mean? So, no, no, like, no. We got we, yeah. But but we're I, talking I get about it. This award for the regular season. regular season. I get it. He
0: he put up the numbers. He did his job. His team is what uh, uh, fourth in, in the West. Yeah, fair and enough.
1: Even with even with uh, Jimmy Butler, like I love Jimmy. He's shooting like 21% from three. You know?
0: Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's intangibles are different. Like, there's a yeah. difference. You know, and you saw the dog in him in the finals last year. You I saw it manifest itself. Yeah. So, and I'm not, I am I didn't lend that to that. Yeah. I just felt like when I looked around the league and like, the other threes, you either had – you didn't have enough games um, Yeah, you can't be named. Or, like, who was I going to pick at the three after that? Yeah. Right? I was thinking no, about, at, like, who – I, I didn't say – No, no. No. He didn't yeah. play, he didn't make yeah. it. You know, um, Brandon Ingram didn't make it. Make it, yeah. You know, because his team was losing. I value winning. Winning, yeah, know? yeah, no doubt. And I can tell you without a question, the real win here came in having you on the podcast, my man. And I appreciate you for coming
1: out. Bro, this is this is this is fun. We gotta do it again. We do like I said, man. There's so much, there's so much stuff that you know we talk about off camera that you know maybe we, we need to chime in and talk about it because again i, I you know the, this basketball thing is it's our world it's our thing and you know like i said we you and everything that you have taught me it's like you're a it's a master class right no, so I our, i'm a, uh you're a professor i'm still <laughs> a student for life and i'm hey, always gonna learn from you if i'm ever a student i am too
0: so <laughs> yeah. you'll and steel let people know where they can find you my man
1: Find me on Instagram, D-I-O-N, D-I-O-N again, 0713. I'm out there, I give my honest opinions. Um, you know, I just I say what I feel, I mean what I say. When I'm right, I'm right. When I'm wrong, I'm right.
0: (laughs) 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 And if they want some, if they want some training
1: and coaching for basketball, they can reach out to you there as well. Hit me up on there as well. Anybody's welcome. Don't look at your child if your child's interested and they and they could. Walk and chew gum, bring it to me. I don't care. No I believe doubt. I believe no matter what, even being consider myself a lead trainer, I'll train your kids. I'm not one of those people that only train a certain level. So hit me up and we'll get it done.
0: So Dion, you're our MVP. until next time, come back Peace. for more of the open run with Will Strickland. you know, right after this. thank my man Dion Horser for coming on and making the first annual do work awards a joy to do he's one of the funniest and best sports follows on Instagram at least in my opinion make sure you go check him out want to send get well soon shouts to longtime veteran referee Tony Brown who was recently diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and will not be a part of the 2021 NBA playoffs get well soon my man because wow Not a thing you want to hear at all for anyone. Happy trails to Simone Augustus, the 15-year WNBA veteran, four-time champion, eight-time all-star, retiring as the 10th all-time leading scorer in WNBA history to become an assistant coach under Derek Fisher there in LA with the Sparks. Fare thee well to the great voice of the NBA, and I said the voice of the NBA, not just the Knickerbockers, the voice of the NBA, Marv Albert, who can literally let his hair down. That is the double entendre retiring after almost six decades behind the mic as the preeminent professional hoops play-by-play man marv had a lot to do with the day i was born and how my father almost missed me being born because he's running back to check his guy walt clive frazier and those guys from the knicks willis reed dick barnett dave debusher the senator bill bradley Cassie russell dave stallworth nate bowman i'm going off the top i trying to remember all those guys but he almost missed it because of marv albert Good thing I was born after they won their first NBA championship. Congratulations to Ben Wallace, Dwayne Casey, and Martin Lawrence. How does that work? Well, first and foremost, Ben Wallace, another one of the inductees into the 2021 Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame, the four-time Defensive Player of the Year, and undrafted player, the first ever undrafted player to ever make the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him and the Detroit Pistons, where he played the majority of his Hall of Fame career. It made me think about Derek Martel Rose. Could he be the first NBA MVP not to make the Hall of Fame? You go from undrafted Ben Wallace to an MVP with all the star power in the world, but he still has chapters to write. And we'll see if he can add to those during the playoffs this year. We'll get to that in a moment. But Dwayne Casey, coach of the Pistons, received a contract extension through the 2023-2024 season. And I like what they're trying to build there. Like Case was the guy who's there at the beginning of the Raptors culture being built by Messiah Ujiri. He led them as far as he could lead them, apparently. Black coaches have traditionally been some of those coaches that are the bridge to getting close to the championship. Mark Jackson, I might be talking about you. But then they don't get to see it all the way through. Hopefully Case gets to see this process all the way through because I like their young pieces. I like Killian Hayes. I like Isaiah Stewart. I like Jeremy Grant. I like Sadiq Bay a lot. I think he's going to be the glue guy. The guys are going to keep everything together there. And I like—I think Josh with the number four pick in the draft years ago, Josh Jackson, who's doing well at home. It is very tough to play in front of your home fans, in front of your friends, in the city you grew up in. But he's doing well in Detroit. I think he can be a sixth man of the year candidate because he's instant offense off the bench now. And I think he has a coach who really believes in what he can do. So I'm excited about what can happen in Detroit. But what's also exciting is, what's up, what's up, with up? No, that was terrible. But if you ever watched Martin, Martin Lawrence's comedy, that was on TV for years, it was set in Detroit. And the Pistons and Martin Lawrence have created a merch line around the 30th anniversary of Martin being there in the city. I must be really old. Martin is 30 years old now. Wow. So congrats to Ben, Coach Casey, and Martin Lawrence I think I need to call the Pistons to get some of that gear to give away on the show. Let's see. We'll make that happen. Salute to the captain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. The artist formerly known as Ferdinand Lewis Alcindor Jr. Now has an award named after him for the NBA. The Social Justice Champion Award, where players who show initiative in helping to change the world in their own special way, in collaboration with others who are doing the same, who have the design behind seeing equality and justice for everyone. There will be, I guess, five finalists. The winner will receive $100,000 toward his charity of choice, as well as the other four finalists will get 25000 toward theirs. There will be a panel of seven executives, players, coaches, and administrators from the NBA, along with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, to select the finalists and the ultimate winner. So good luck to everyone. That's going to be a great award. Now, again, the progressive nature of the NBA and their front office, Adam Silver, And their whole brain trust over there to really continue to speak truth to power. They're not one of these companies that says, okay, we paid lip service to it last year because of George Floyd. Now that no one's looking, we can stop. No, this is an active, ongoing thing because once it becomes a part of your DNA that you want to help all people have an opportunity, it's not seen as an initiative. It's just what you do and who you are. Good luck to Jaden Hardy, G League Bound, the young man from Detroit. Playing out in, of course, they all play in Nevada at these prep schools. I think he played at Coronado. Opted out of playing college basketball so that he can be a part of the G League night team. He's the third top high school player that has opted out of playing in college, including Michael Foster and Van Fanbo Zhang, who is going to Gonzaga. Good luck to all three of those young men. Also, good luck to Amadou Diallo Fall, the godfather of African basketball And the president of the BAL, the Basketball Africa League, where rapper Jermaine Lamar Cole is a part of the Rwandan Basketball Club there, the Patriots. And he debuted this past weekend. J. Cole, three points, three rebounds, two assists, 17 minutes. Not great work, not bad work. But, you know, people are questioning how a 36-year-old who didn't even play in college has this opportunity to play in a startup league that really needs to define itself not based on celebrity endorsement or celebrity engagement to that degree, but in the quality of the athletes and the quality of the infrastructure built there by Mr. Fall, with the help of Adam Silver and Masai Jury, who's definitely involved in everything going on there. And then the players. They want something that's independently theirs, and I think the talent is there, and I think my man Jesse Washington wrote a really, I haven't read the piece yet, but knowing Jesse the 2019 full court 21 Montreal champion, I know that he wrote a strong piece about the BAL. Speaking about the BAL and full court 21, we had an opportunity for three of our players, Matt Thomas, Demi Sosa, Demi, Demetri Harris, and Manny Campbell to try out for the BAL in Secaucus, New Jersey at a combine for 50 players. We had an opportunity to go overseas and play. Maybe maybe I get my feelings a little bit because we went through this process of having these young men who had comported themselves in ways that we felt comfortable presenting them to the NBA and to the BAL as people who could represent not only themselves properly, but also for Core 21 and what we built together. Mr. Silver nixed that plan, but I just wish they had that opportunity. I mean, would they have scored more than Jake Cole? I don't know. These guys are in their 30s or approaching their 30s and... At least they play basketball on a regular basis, but J. Cole has the number one album in the country. And now this, you know, it's a pretty good marketing plan if you want to look at it like that. I don't know how serious he's going to be when he has to go on tour, but it is what it is. COVID probably stops a lot of this touring stuff too. So the Lakers raise their banner in front of 4,000 adoring fans. And as the playoffs loom, first and foremost for the play-in tournament, will the Lakers raise another one? this season. We will find out. As we look at the final standings, the Philadelphia 76ers win the Eastern Conference Crown, at least the regular season one, with a 49 and 23 record. Out west, the Utah Jazz hold on to the top spot with a 52 and 20 record. Power 10, does it really matter at this point? Probably not. But we will have a power five for the WNBA coming up in the weeks and months to come as we prepare in the NBA. For the play-in tournament. So let's review that. And see where the possibilities rest. In the East we have the 7 and 8 matchup. Boston versus Washington. That will be the second game tonight. As a matter of fact. The first game will be Indiana and Charlotte. At the 9 and 10. I do believe as poorly as the Hornets have played down the stretch. Showing up for the play-in. With a 5 game losing strike. The future does not look bright for them. At least for this season. And I think Indiana takes the game. More experience, bigger front line, better front line. And truth told, quietly one of the best backcourts in the game. I would say that. I would make that argument. They're a top five, top ten backcourt in the NBA with Karis LeVert and the very heady and cerebral Malcolm Brockton. So on to Washington and Boston. This will all depend on whose stars show up. If Brad Beal is still on that bad wheel, Boston has a chance. Kemba Walker has a show and in this game. I talked about Kimba a couple weeks ago. Really big fan. Just has not translated there in Boston. I don't know if they have anything outside of Jason Tatum at this point. If that's the case, Russell Westbrook and Brad Beal have a great game. They move on, become the seventh seed. And Boston ends up playing Indiana for the playoff lives and for the jobs of both Danny Ainge and Brad Stevens. I believe that. Go West, young man. Go West. And of course, everyone's looking and anticipating the big, big matchup. But let's start with Memphis versus San Antonio. And Demetrius, Jermell Morant, we must trust. So I believe in the 9-10 that Memphis will overcome San Antonio. Greg Popovich and the Spurs will go home for the summer. Figure out what they want to do next year. What are they going to do with DeMar Darnell DeRozan? How are they going to retool these young guys? Does Greg Popovich walk away from the game? Does Becky Hammond get her shot down there? I don't know. Um, those are some scenarios. So I believe that Memphis will move on and they'll face off against Golden State for the opportunity to get the A seed. Yes, Golden State, while Steph could catch fire and they could easily win that game, they could, because you have to respect the championship DNA of Steph Curry, of Draymond Green. Of that bench over there with uh, at least the coaching staff. Those guys understand what it takes to play a LeBron James... Did I say his name? A team led by he who shan't be named. But this is different. Anthony Davis is a little bit different. a shooter. You have the experience of these guys. Kyle Kuzma. Kentavious Cole Pope. The young guy in Taylor Horton Tucker. What I want to see is how the bigs do. Draymond can't guard both Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond and Marcus Hall and Montrez Harrell. Someone's gonna have to step up on that bench, or they're gonna make the they have to speed up the game against the Lakers. That's the only way they can beat the Lakers, the number one defensive team in the league. So Lakers move on to seventh seed. Warriors end up playing John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies again. I don't believe the Grizzlies beat them. I think first round playoff series with the Warriors and the Utah Jazz is going to be a dangerous proposition for Utah. We could see another number one seed go down. I don't necessarily believe it'll happen because I don't think that the Warriors have the bodies to stop everyone that they have, especially if they're healthy. But that's always the the thing. Mike Conley is he in? Is he out? Donovan Mitchell, how will he look when he comes back? It wasn't like he was a 55% field goal shooter in the first place. He's shooting like 43 44%. Even though I named him first team All-NBA this year, because he's winning. He's leading a winning team. Could have been Steph Curry, absolutely. But again, you know, you're 8, 9, 10 seed. There's no way I can put you on first team All-NBA. That's just me. As a result of the Wizards and Pacers moving on in the East, and the Lakers and the... Golden State Warriors moving on in the West. Our playoffs will be set. As a matter of fact, we have a special edition of the Open Run with Will Strickland featuring the guys from Below the Hardwood. Press's own Below the Hardwood. I'm going to guess on their show, they're going to cover the Eastern Conference playoffs. I'm going to cover the Western Conference playoffs. That'll be out Saturday morning, so be on the lookout for that. A special edition of both BTH, Below the Hardwood, and the Open Run with Will Strickland. Coming up this weekend to preview the playoffs in both conferences. Before I get out of here, I want to drop some superlatives for some of the best players on the planet. Steph Curry is the second man to win a scoring title after the age of 33. The other guy, just some Michael Jordan guy, um, this late in his career. So kudos to Steph for that. And he had an amazing season. His April and May, absurdive. He put his team on his back, what a lot of people said he couldn't do. He'll get exposed because Clay Thompson's not there. Guess not. And then you see he who shan't be named averaging 25 points per game for the 17th time in his 18-year career. It's never been done before. He's so far outpaced anyone who ever played the game, it almost doesn't make sense. But that's a level of consistency that I don't know if we'll ever see that again. That's him. And last but not least, I want to give my, I got to give the flowers. To Kyrie Andrew Irving, you can look to clown world B flat all you want. Question his priorities, but at some point, amidst all this alleged turmoil that's going on, whether you're burning sage or taking time off for your birthday, hanging out with your sister for her birthday, the man played in almost 75% of his games this season, whilst dropping 27, 5, and 6 during the most efficient season of his career. And is the ninth man to ever go 50-40-90. Larry Bird did it twice. Mark Price, the grossly underrated Mark Price, did it. Reggie Miller, Dirk Nowitzki, Stephen John Nash did four times as coach. Kevin Durant, of course, Steph Curry, and Malcolm Brockton. Kyrie Irving shot 51% from the field this year, 40 from three, and 92 from the line. And when they want to ask him the same inane questions they ask him every week when he does his or not every week, but you know, after every game. Because he has an obligation as a player to speak to the media. Make himself available to the media. But sometimes you have to control the narrative. He didn't want to talk about basketball and answer the same questions. Kyrie, how did you make that basket? Uh, I worked at that. I made the basket. Great. That's great fodder for news. He wants to talk about what was going on in Palestine. About people hurting. That basketball wasn't the first thing on his mind. And they jumped at it. Oh, it's going to be a problem for the next... They're the second seed in the East, with all these problems. They have three of the most dangerous offensive weapons who ever breathed air on this planet. And yet, you guys are worried about whether his mind is on it. Okay, unless you're betting heavy in Vegas, relax yourselves, it's all good. Sometimes you don't wanna just shut up and dribble. With that being said, till this Saturday, with the special editions of BTH and the Open Run, Do what's popular with the population, don't get beat off the dribble, and keep listening to the podcast of Basketball and Life are One. It's the Open Run with Will Strickland. Rich kid, this has been a big one. Let's make it happen, Captain. Easy.